Top of the morning, Acme Army. How we doing? Hey, this is going to be a fun show today because uh, looks like the boomer is out for uh, quite some time, getting prepared for a family occasion. And I'll tell you what, there's too much news happening not to jump on the mic. So thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for checking us out on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, everywhere you can find them. Asking about that time. You can find them. But hey, let's get fired up right now because uh, that's some Moon Boot Lover. And guys, you know you can find Moon Boot Lover out on Amazon Music. If you've got iTunes Music, just plug it in. Do the search. Moon Boot Lover. And uh, they have been the background music for How We Doing and the Acme Army Podcast for quite some time. It is an honor. He has been a great supporter of the podcast. And uh, we'll be hearing from him soon on the other one, I'll tell you. But Peter Prince is a great guy. Make sure you go out and follow them. Great music, great time. Anyway, guys, happy Father's Day week. I mean, I should say happy Father's Day to everybody on Sunday. We're a little late rolling, but I'll tell you what. It's been a great week of reflection, being a father, enjoying all the perks we get out there as uh, as fathers and role models and trying to do the best we can. I know there's a lot of people out there that did not have great dads, and uh, you guys are doing your part right now. Break the cycle. Make a dad be a be a great thing again it's awesome anyway lots of news out there we got the bucks news in the playoffs they just lost last night 116 to 113 to the hawks gonna get into that because acme army is just not a football podcast we have to touch on the bucks because guys this is a historic run right now that they have going we could potentially be in the finals we're down one game right now though to a good hawks team and uh, we're gonna find out we're gonna find out what they're made of we found out what they're made of Against the Nets, and uh, I don't think this is going to be any different. We're a a team that is made for grinding it out. So excited to get into the Bucks a little bit. But, hey, Carl Nassib making headlines right now. Hey, everybody out there who is a little uh, confused or surprised, uh, let's just get that out of your head right now because we're 2021, and – as naive as I am at 47 years old, really, you know, I've talked about it before. I thought it was our generation that was going to bridge the gap with uh, racism. That didn't turn out so well, did it? And uh, I thought for sure at this point in time, if you don't have a friend or a family member that is not a part of the LGBTQ community, I, I don't know what to say. It's just... Uh, it's something where people are people, and Carl Nassib comes out, shoots up the whole jersey charts there, guys. Number one jersey selling. And uh, there's a lot of support for him out there. I, I don't see a huge amount of support. I'd like to hear something. Uh, but then again, I don't need to hear anything. It's his business. It's uh, players' businesses. But Cleland Farrell for the Raiders, he is a Clemson draft pick. He was on the defensive line for some of those championship teams, if you guys remember. And he gave a shout-out. Different time right now, guys. So uh, glad that Carl feeling comfortable coming out. He's a Westchester boy. You know, he's uh, about 20 minutes here from Studio Green. Love to have a sit-down with him. I'll tell you that much. It would be great. But, Carl, welcome to 2021. And, uh, God, hell of a football player. So hope he does his thing this year. Let's jump into some Packer news, though, because, guys, we're running out of news stories. The, I don't know, the Aaron Rodgers drama. It's subsided to a level right now that is is completely great for me. You know, 
you can't make up any more stories. You can't speculate anymore. So let's just let that die. We got six weeks off. A lot of podcasts taking some time off. I know the Acme Army will be taking you know a little time off. We are rapidly approaching episode 100, though, and uh, that is going to be a great one. Going to be honoring the rivalry of the Packers Bears with a special guest, Johnny Vitti. If you don't know him on Facebook, he does a lot of great videos. Check him out for sure, but he's coming up on episode 100. But uh, back to these Packers, you know, the things we have to look forward to in this offseason, the things that we can say, man, I'm proud to be a Packer fan right now. Get your head out of the Aaron Rodgers news and look at a guy that I mentioned earlier. I believe in uh, episode 92, take a look, check that, mark it, clip it, uh, Juwan Winfrey was a standout in the OTAs. Granted, the top four, five receivers, not in camp, but he got a lot of reps and got to show a lot. And, you know, Eric and I talked about the Malik Taylor role, and I just liked the ferocity of Jawan Winfrey. Now, he hasn't had a lot of reps in the games, but I don't know. He's one of those guys that when he was on the field, I noticed him. And really excited to see what he does in that mix this year because Devin Funches looked like a man looked like a gazelle on the highlights running and can't wait to see him in preseason but the wide receiver room is stacked right now there's so much conversation guys going around MVS Alan Lazard EQ I mean that whole draft class is this a time they step up I mean we saw what MVS did here's the thing think about this the next time somebody is shitting on MVS, sorry, this is probably going to be a little explicit today because we're going to actually jump into that Maui from First Takes uh, dig on Milwaukee, but we'll get there. The thing about MVS that we're failing to recognize is the big play potential that he has is off the charts, and it's equal to that of guys like Tyree Kill. Big plays, 30, 40-plus yards. That kind of weapon doesn't grow on a tree. And MVS, man, 6'4", getting better at everything that he does. Keep your eyes open. It's going to be a fun one. I, I just think that what we're seeing right now with our depth and what Brian Gutekunst has done in the front office is quite incredible. Picking up a player like Jawan Winfrey, it seems like the foresight of the front office is spot on. And uh, outside of number 12, it just, it's been fantastic having Goody as our GM. Don't shake your head at that. Everybody out there that says fire Goody, fire Mark Murphy, I get it. But you're really not paying attention to the, really the foresight and the results that we've seen right now. I mean, look at how you all reacted when Rashawn Gary was selected at number 12. Not happy about a Wolverine being on a Packer, but somebody that had not burst on the scene his rookie year, a la, you know, a Miles Garrett. What are you expecting out of the number 12 pick? Miles Garrett comes along once in a generation. Impacts games as a rookie. We took him on slow. Brought him on slowly. And what have we seen? The last seven games of last year, we saw what Rashawn Gary can do. That's why we invested. That's why draft Knicks all say 
you got to give these guys three years. Makes sense. You've seen the evolution of Rashawn Gary. Look at what we saw from Jair Alexander. Because he's out there more reps, he's making a, a faster impact. But when Gutekunst also goes out and throws $100 million at two outside linebackers and you draft a number 12 outside linebacker in Gary, he has time to develop. And now we're seeing the results. Elton Jenkins is the same as Jair. These are unbelievable selections. It's shocking when you go back and you look at some of the draft picks that we've had prior to Gutekunst. And how many of those people not only are on the team, but just in the league. You're hitting on one draft pick, maybe a draft. 2016, Kenny Clark we hit on. Missed on Spriggs, Fackrell, Martinez, Trevor Davis, Kyle Murphy. Eh. How about 2015? How about taking a safety, trying to convert him to a quarterback from Arizona State and Demarius Randall and selecting him with a 30th pick? Huh? And then following that up with a Quentin Rollins. Where's he? Ty Montgomery, Jake Ryan, Brett Hundley. You know what Brett Hundley's done in his whole career? Whooped the Bears' ass. That's what he's done. That's why he's a legend of that 2015 draft pick, draft class. You know? Look at 2014. We hit on two. Ha ha Clinton Dix. First round pick. Devontae Adams. What's my point here, guys? We hit on Corey Lindsley in the fifth round. Fantastic. But look at the Dayton Jones in 2013, the Eddie Lacy. You know, you hit on Bakhtiari in the fourth round. Everybody else is gone. Nobody made it there. Look at what Gudekunst has done. Jair. All pro? I get Josh Jackson, Oren Burks, Jamon Moore, Cole Madison. Lots of questions, but we had a ton of picks. J.K. Scott in the fifth round, eh, you know, it's a punter. But you still got MVS, EQ, and never, ever shake a stick at Hunter Bradley. I mean, you got a long snapper in the seventh round. Those are the kind of players that if you draft him and they have the tools, they're, they're, they're eight, 10-year players, so you don't miss on that. And Gudekinst, again, you come back and – 2019, Rashawn Gary, Darnell Savage, Elton Jenkins. He knocked him out of the park with those first three picks. These are the storylines this offseason. This is why we're excited about preseason. Jay Sternberger, the story is going to just center around him. Is he going to make the team? He's going to bust his ass. Bring on preseason. But then look at the fifth round pick. Kingsley Kiki, Kadar Holman, Dexter Williams, who knows about him? But then you, Ty Summers, 
still contributing is a seventh-round pick. The percentages Gutekinds is hitting on is crazy. And all the shit that we got for the 2020 draft because of Jordan Love, all failing to recognize the brilliance that was behind this. Now, I'm not going to sit here and talk about Jordan Love and why he was selected. But I will go to that second round pick because I remember all the shit everybody was saying on Twitter. It was horrendous. When A.J. Dillon was selected, and people saying you already have Jones and Williams on the team, foresight dictates what you need in key players and key roles. He knocked it out of the park. If Josiah DeGuara wasn't hurt, he might have been drafted around early. But what is he? He's a player that fits exactly what the Packers need. It's a home run. Kamal Martin's going to be fighting for a starting job. John Runyon could be in that conversation. Jake Hansen's gone, but Simon Stepniak, he's in the conversation. And son of a gun, Vernon Scott and Jonathan Garvin right now. Jonathan Garvin's the number four outside linebacker defensive end for the team. Whew. These are potential contributors this year. And then let's not even get into the rookie class of this year. Because 2021, we had the conversations with Peter Jones. Shout out the UK GOAT. Love you, Peter. But I'm fired up about Josh Myers. We all looked at the stats for Creed Humphrey. We all looked at what... What were we doing with this reach? Josh Myers, a football player. Buckeye. OH. I lived in Columbus. I know what these guys do. It's bonkers. I'm a big fan. And he's going to be our starting center. And Amari Rogers. Now let's not put you know the cart before the horse and say that he is from a couple OTA practices the obvious clear-cut number two receiver for the Packers. Whoa, let's pump the brakes here. But a contributing weapon? Huh. It's going to be fantastic. Royce Newman, who knows where he's going to fit, but he's fighting everywhere. Our depth is fantastic. The foresight of Gudekunst is fantastic. To Daryl Slayton? Come on now. Come on, Skip. Boy's a house next to Kiki now. You're going to put him, Kiki, Lowry, and Kenny Clark on there? Here's how you take a pork tenderloin and you take it to the next level. Okay? Sprinkle a little thyme, a little olive oil, a little garlic on it. But you want to level up? You wrap that some bitch in bacon. That's what we've done with this depth. With a bunch of hulks out there, 6'5 offensive linemen. It's a whole different look. And the running game is going to benefit. The motion game is going to benefit. Matt LaFleur's vision is going to really come to fruition, and I'm fired up. I hope you're fired up. Because those are the things we should be thinking about this offseason. This next few weeks we got to chill out, enjoy your summer, get on those lakes, hit that pontoon, see if you can't crank up that 115 to about – 32 miles an hour, throw the tube out with the kids in the back. 
pull up to an island maybe, have a couple margaritas. You know what I mean? That's what we should be thinking about, though. These fun off-season stories. The development of a back-to-back 13-3 and team with these players in the offense, learning more, being able to contribute. Man, get fired up. But here's the guy that I'm most excited about that I never thought I would be. And he just... Uh, He's the first round selection last year, Eric Stokes. The, the, the kid, here's what I love about him. You're 6'1", 185 as a rookie. If you're 6'1", 190, 193 pounds, ripped, running what he runs, a 4'3", 140-yard dash, A 14 bench. Let me make this crystal clear to everybody that your rookie DB put up 10 more reps than Jared Aberderis did. Shout out, J.A. I just, I love what this kid's going to bring because that kind of speed helps our secondary, adds future depth, shifts down Kevin King, shifts down Chandon Sullivan, and strengthens those third and fourth positions. Right? It's exciting, man. Because when you got a guy with those kind of wheels and then you have Jair on the other side, good luck. Good luck, Justin Jefferson. Hey, 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 man. Over there in Detroit. Good luck. It's going to be a fun year. These are what we should be thinking about this offseason. So, all right, man. Well, Let's get into these Milwaukee Bucks because I know uh, if you're from Wisconsin, you're a Packer fan, uh, you got to be rooting for the Milwaukee Bucks right now because down one game in the Eastern Conference Championship. Ah, It's a tough place to be, but you know what? It was 113-116, not a bad place. But just going through the Nets series and seeing the ebbs and flows of those games – I never felt like we were out of this game. And uh, let's give it up for Trey Young. Is that kid a budding superstar right now? I mean, this this kid is the next Steph Curry. It's just, it's exciting to see a good kid like that who is so positive um, lead his team and, and just be fearless, man. He put up uh, He put up 48 last night. Just incredible, incredible. But. Before we get there, I just want to talk real quick about this nasty, disgusting ESPN co-host flub. Ugh. Her name is Molly, and uh, she seems to be a real piece of shit. Um Excuse my French. It's just she's one of these people that I don't know why you're on a panel with. Well, well first of all, you're on a panel with Stephen A. Smith, right? Uh, who, who we know Stephen A. Smith in his controversy. But this Molly puke and Max Kellerman, a former boxer, 
trying to pontificate on anything sports related is just it's it's disgusting. It's gross. And now listen, I'm from Racine, Wisconsin, which is the city below Milwaukee, Wisconsin. My father, my family, the rides through the freeways of Milwaukee to get to grandma and grandpa's house, some of the greatest memories. But now this city has taken such a transformation in the last 20, 25 years. Uh, from when I was in college at Oshkosh and would go down to Milwaukee and see friends and and family, it was it was it was a little er, it was a little rustic, <laughs> you know, to say the least. But it has changed so much, and what the Bucks have done to that economy is fantastic. And this, again, she's. How about this? How about you hear it from her stupid mouth first? Going Stephen direct, A, right? you know what I just thought about, which is actually kind of funny? The only two times, the one time I didn't go to the Super Bowl, it was Minnesota. And this is the first year. I'm not sure what our plans are for first take, but I don't think we're going. Max and I will see. And it's going to be terrible cities. I mean, good karma for me on that. Terrible cities. Hold on, hold on, Ali. Yeah. ESPN at first take. Yeah. You got some great hosts. You know. I'm not much for at all anybody who degrades anybody. But when you think that you can sit behind a desk and shit on an entire city who is made up of the bluest collar, hardest working people, again, my family, cousins, friends, to have some entitled highfalutin Floozy Molly Biatch talk like that about not just Milwaukee, you know, Phoenix. <laughs> uh, wh- what do you? What kind of shit is that? And you're gonna you're gonna continue to watch this? You're gonna watch this lady? And this bullshit they push out. What has ESPN come to? ESPN used to be the station that was on our TVs from morning till night. The Dan Patrick, Keith Oberman days, you know, the Chris Berman, when it was about sports and it was about the martial arts ethic of respect your competitors. And now it's just clickbait. Now it's just Stephen A. headlines. Now it's just this, you know, gross representation for women in sports, Molly Fleabag. I mean, you want to talk about a big fat go fuck yourself? Anybody out there want to line up on her outside her front lawn and just drop the big old fat suck it? Be my guest. Because she sucks, and uh, I'd I'd encourage everybody to go out there and uh, change your favorite channel from ESPN uh, whatever zero she's on to uh, getting that off your favorites list because it's trash. She's trash. Molly, you're trash. I see that ESPN's done a great job of taking the video down all over the Internet. It's gross. She's a trash person. And go Bucks. Bucks and six. I think it's going to be a tough one, but uh, Bucks and six feels good for me. And let's do it.
Keep the spirit alive. We got off season coming up, everybody. Love that you are listening and liking the podcast. Listen, uh, we got some awesome stickers coming out soon here. And anytime you guys are giving us a five star review on iTunes, uh, you send that little clip to me. I'm going to shoot you out a big fat Acme Army sticker. Show my appreciation for you guys. Uh, appreciate you guys sharing as well and liking everything that we're doing right now. YouTube has been real slow, but I'll tell you what, we have great videos that are in the pipeline right now. It's just a, it's a process. I'm the uh, host, uh, producer, and uh, stay-at-home dad. Uh, schedule's crazy, but I, I just I love you all. We're actually uh, we're approaching episode 100. Guys, if I told you, I don't know, back in September that we hit an a hundred episodes. I thought maybe that'd take a couple of years, but uh, we've made great friends along the way. And uh, ARD, Matt Larson, Jamie Cheesebutt, the UK Goat Peter, Andrew Fox. We got some new UK guys coming up. Murph, shout out! Excited to uh, get those guys on the podcast. We have, you know, a lot of friends that we've met along this way. The Unpack Podcast with Dave and and. Uh, I forget that guy's name. What's his name? Z? I'm just kidding, J.A. I'm just kidding. Uh, big fans, though. We've had a lot of fun doing this. And, again, episode 100. Everybody, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Instagram, you all, all you have to do, type in Johnny Vitti. He is goddamn hilarious. He's, he's so much fun, but he does Chicago-style humor right now. As well as all universal, but the ones that uh, hit the Packers fans right between the eyes are a blast. South side, north side, it's just great. Johnny Vitti was an awesome conversation. We recorded it uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, as the news has died down, the episode pump out has slowed down. But uh, we're excited because episode 100, what a better way to, uh, to honor the, I don't know, the tradition of the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears the rivalry, uh, than to bring it on one of the funniest guys we've ever had on the show and just a great follow on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Check out Johnny Vitti. Episode 99 coming up soon. We're trying to get the gang together to have some fun, talk some smack, and uh, talk about what we're going to look forward to in the offseason. So, hey, keep your ears on, keep your eyes out. How we doing? Still coming out and uh, got some good guests during this offseason uh, from the Acme Army as things die down. But, hey, be wonderful to one another, all right? Don't just be nice. Be wonderful. Businesses are opening back up. Staffing is at a really low uh, level up there in the great north woods of Wisconsin. Uh, businesses that uh, friends of mine own have actually had to shut down because they don't have the staff to handle all of the summer traffic. So, guys, be nice. Be patient. Love one another. And uh, we'll be coming back Real soon with episode 99 and 100. Appreciate you. Love you. And go Pack Go. And go Bucks Go. Do the dude.
Uh, hey, gang. Uh, the show's over. So appreciate y'all listening. Hope you had fun. We'll be back later on this week with a new episode. But till then, I say head on out to peterprincemusic.com and download some of the funkiest music you can get. Man. Start off every day great. Peter Prince, music.com. Get it. <laughs>